You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time for the hard-hitting analysis you won't find anywhere else. Here's former Super Bowl winning scout Brian Broaddus and Bobby Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast, our weekly adventure where we talk about uh, a franchise that uh, doesn't win very often in the postseason. Brian Broaddus, uh, I'm Bobby Belt, that's Brian Broaddus. Uh, and the Cowboys are one and done once again. They continue their legacy as a 12-6 and six football team. And uh, you know what? We're going to run it back. We're, we're going to run it back for year number four, Brian, as we get the news this week that Mike McCarthy's coming back. I'm sure there will be an extension for Dak Prescott. If Dan Quinn doesn't get a job, Dan Quinn will be back. It, it's going to be just the norm, the status quo. We're running it back. And I'm going to warn you guys in advance. I don't know about from Brian's perspective, but I'm telling you right now from my perspective, this will be a little bit of a negative uh, half hour or so that we're going to do here, <laughs> or 40 minutes, whatever it is. Uh, there, there's going to be some negativity here, and uh, it, it's it's going to be the the unvarnished emotional, you know, assessment of where this football team is right now. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing well, Robert. Um, you know what? My fallback, and it always has been all my life in football. And that's been, well, you know, college, then into the NFL in 1992. When the season ends in the playoffs or whenever it ends, I just forget about football. You know, I'm not worried about anybody that's now in the divisional round or the championship round or really, to be honest, the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, I kind of look at But the fortunate thing I've always been able to do is jump right into the draft. And I, I, I love the draft. I mean, I've said this a bunch this would be a great gig if you didn't have to play games. If you yeah. just could evaluate players and billboards and draft and kind of, okay, we're all going to go away for the summer and then come back and do it all over again. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to dive straight into the draft. I already have probably 50 players deep. We've got the draft show going on, which you're a part of on DallasCowboys.com. Um, really excited, you know. And um, But these are the things that happen. You have to do the autopsy on what happened. Uh, on the season, you mentioned about the Cowboys uh, front office, uh, the, the the bringing back of Mike McCarthy. Um, we'll see what the situation with Dak Prescott is. You mentioned a contract extension there. 
Um, you know, and then we'll see what happens with Dan Quinn. So um, still some things to be decided, but um, we'll put a bow on this one and then get ready for some draft coverage. You know, here's what's frustrating for me, Brian. And I love draft season and I love uh, especially following a team that does a good job of replenishing their resources and building depth through the draft and finding really good, you know, players on day three and and day one, two, whatever else. Like, like I love what this team, I, I love following the way this team goes through their process of building a draft board and going through the, you know, pro day circuit and then drafting players and then watching yeah. those guys show up in OTAs. And it's, it's always a really exciting time. The problem is that I don't think a lack of players is this team's issue at this yeah. point. Uh, they've got good players. They've got a good roster. They always yeah. have a good roster. They have a completely incompetent head coach. And I think that even if they haven't quit on him in the classical sense of quitting in terms of, you know, oh, I don't like that guy. Or I don't want to do this or that. E- even if they haven't quit in that classical sense, the bottom line is that they've been completely unprepared the last three playoff games that their their season has ended on. They've walked out there looking like a scared football team, an unprepared football team, a undisciplined football team. And so that's nice that they like him and that they want him back. Sometimes uh, structure and discipline is more necessary for you than who you like or or who you feel good about. And the problem to me is that when you say run it back, uh, I don't think there's really any amount of talent that's going to do the lack of discipline or the lack of attention to detail. And so the frustrating thing to me is that we didn't just say goodbye to 2023. It feels like we're saying goodbye to 2024, and we will reevaluate and see if this team has a chance to legitimately contend for a title in 2025. And that's kind of the negative headspace that I'm in right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they really wanted to um, – the more you dive into this, Bobby, I, I, I don't think they wanted to do things differently in the front office. And I don't know if that's all Jerry Jones is doing. I think the day-to-day operation, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Bobby, because you deal with a lot of people over there as well. I think the day-to-day operation has been transferred to Stephen Jones and then also to Will McClay. And, you know, and you wonder, is it easier for them to bring back Mike McCarthy and not upset some of the things that they've done personnel-wise? You know, Mike Mm -hmm. and Green Bay, and I worked with the Packers with – with Ted Thompson and Ron Wolf and those guys, you know, for, you know, many years and the Packers, the head coach was involved, but not to the point of a head coach being involved with personnel like he is here. You know, Mike McCarthy, it's a new, it's a new thing for, well, not new because he's gone through it four years now, but new in a way of him being involved. And, you know, he was a head coach for all those years in Green Bay. And, and so as a front office, you get comfortable with a guy, you know, and, and he, he does win games. He does win regular season games. Unfortunately, in the playoffs, they haven't had the success. But you kind of wonder if Stephen Jones and Will McClay are interested in just completely having to change things now, you know, just completely having to okay, if you do get a different coach in here, is this a coach that's a 3-4 or an odd front personnel guy? Um, Do we have the players? Do we have to change out staffs? There's a certain amount of continuity that you really appreciate when you have a coach Mm -hmm. that you don't change. Look at the organizations like the Steelers, you know, the Ravens. You know, there's, there's teams like that that draft really, really well, and they do it because of the continuity 
and they know the coaches and they, you know, they understand what they have to do. Do they replace some coaches every once in a while? Sure. See, that's the thing I would worry about if I was Steven and, and, um, and Will is if you got a d- new defensive coordinator, say Dan Quinn does get a job. Well, okay, now we have to turn around and are we bringing in, you know, are we bringing in a guy, a, a, a Wink Martindale? I mentioned his name because he's out there. He's a high profile, sure. uh, pro, high profile defensive corner. Is it Mike Zimmer? You know, is it, you know, you know, who is that going to be? Is it going to be somebody that's going to want to change, you know, everything that they've worked on all year in personnel and the evaluations they've made? Is it going to change? And sometimes change scares people, you know, it scares them and they don't want to change because, you know, and I think there's some, something to that. I think that Jerry Jones is, uh, he in, you know, he's, he's involved, but is he involved like he used to be say 15 years ago? You know, I I don't. And I, I think this is some of it to, to, to Steven I, I think he's honestly there is a veto at this point. Like he'll, 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 he'll Jerry's the veto. Yeah, I think I think Jerry's yeah. just I, I think Jerry sort of is there as a absolutely. I'm gonna I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna collect consensus. Sure, we're gonna come to it. Yeah. If I feel really convicted against the consensus, I will veto sure. it. But otherwise, I'm just here to green light or veto. That's sure. what I'm here for. See, right. that's where and and I'm sorry my long explanation, but I just you know I worked with that organization for 14 years and I have a little bit of an understanding about it. But I think there's a, you know, there's a little bit of that. Do we completely want to go into this, you know, and just change everything? I, you know, they've they've done this a couple of different times with with Jason Garrett. Remember him going into the last year, coaching through, you know, his contract. You know, it's 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 not something that they really want to be. They they don't want to change. They want to be able to keep the continuity. And then, you know, because they've had success, they've had success finding players. When you look at the roster, um, I mean, it's a roster that a lot of owners and general managers around the league would love to have. You know, yeah. unfortunately, the Cowboys did not draft particularly well as far as helping them this year. Now, we'll see in coming years. We'll yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw coming. dirt on anybody's name. No, and, and not, no, that, not that you are. Not, not no. that you are. I'm just saying, I, I don't want to. There's a lot of sense of like, yeah, we'll look at that draft class. That sucks. It's like, well, no. I don't want to throw. No. There's there's a lot of complicating factors with this draft class that yeah. I would say yeah. give that a little bit. No, no, and and you absolutely. And so you know, the one thing these guys have proven is they can they can find players. They they really mm-hmm. can. So I think the finding players part of it is part of continuity, and I think that's what Stephen and Will and others would like to have right now. Is as much as we're. You know, you know, wringing our hands and gnashing our teeth about Mike McCarthy, to them, having to start over and change everything is not a very welcoming thing. You know, but is it's it not, changing? It's not like Mike is McCarthy it changing is everything? Four and thirteen. You no, know? but he's but he but he doesn't make a difference in the area. He was hired here to make a difference. He wasn't hired here to be better than Jason Garrett in the regular season. He was hired here no, to be better I, than Jason Garrett. And I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's why I think that's why I think that you you've put him on notice that hey, you've got to have some playoff success. Because if you look at his history, he actually has, and I think I'm right about this, he's had playoff success. You know? But unfortunately, he hasn't 
in his tenure with the Dallas Cowboys. So, you know, that's – and the thing, that, the thing that troubles me is I don't know if Dak Prescott can play any better, you know? I don't know that, you know, because I think he played pretty damn well this year, you know, at an MVP type of a clip. And so now I'm thinking, wow, you know, he, you had a quarterback playing at an MVP level and you couldn't get out of the first round of the playoffs? Now, that might be absolutely on your head coach. Might be on your defensive coordinator, you know. Some of these players need to kind of step up and take a look at themselves. You know, sure. Michael Parsons, Including the quarterback. Quarterback, Micah Parsons. I mean, there's others. You know, CeeDee Lamb had a rough game. You know, I mean, until, you know, early in that game, it was rough. So, I, I – Man, I, I just think that I think this is an organization that is really and I and I hate to use the word comfortable, but they 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 crave continuity. They crave that. And I think that's what we're dealing with right now. Hey, they they they've gotten it for twenty seven years now. They they've gotten sure. it the, as, right. a stable that, of continuity. And I'm not saying this is to you like no, I no. know that you see you see it the same way. I, yeah. I am I think that I'm much more here's the thing is that when you talk about like Mike's been put on notice, here's what this is the analogy I made on 105 through the fan. Jerry is at this point to me the parent who's never gonna get to three. He's gonna go one, two, and then you're just gonna hold it, and he's never gonna get to three on you. And I just I I, I miss the guy who got to three. That's what I miss. And and I think that. It demanded it this time. You, when you have 53 players universally coming out and looking the way they did, sure, that falls on the guy preparing them. No and question. not just the guy, not just the one guy, no. falls on all of the guys that were preparing. That is a coaching staff. The players have to own where their failures were. But when they come out universally looking terrified to play a team that you're better than, you're better than Green Bay. And I know people say, it doesn't look like they let Dutton. I'm telling you, in a vacuum, that is a better football team than Green Bay. But here's the difference is that I think if you play Green Bay five times in week three of the season, you win all five. If you play Green Bay five times in the wild card, I don't know that you beat them, you know, the majority of the time. Because this team plays scared in the playoffs. They're unprepared when they get into the playoffs. They've got a coach who does not get them ready the right way. And it's been put on display several times. And if you want to ask questions about Dak Prescott, I disagree with a lot of the takes on Dak Prescott, but I can't push back objectively and tell you you're wrong right now because he's developed a reputation specifically under Mike McCarthy that this is the way that he operates. It's two and five. It's, it's been a struggle. It really has. He, he played at a very high level against Tampa last year, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that, you know, since then though, there's been some other, there's been some rough moments. Let me ask you this though, Bobby, since you, you know, you're focused on some things there. Does the fact that Dan Quinn was up for four interviews last week, does it take away from the preparation of maybe what the defense? Because what we've learned about the defense is communication could be a huge problem for this team. Or, you know, and in the Green Bay game, several of those plays, I know folks have probably looked at the all 22 that have the access to it. I mean, you saw just flat busts. You know, and communication problems and miscoverages. And, you know, there were some physical things. The running game, yeah, they, we, we talked about what Green Bay, how Green Bay was going to run the ball. We talked about it on our show. You know, yeah. if, if you and I are talking about it, why are they not doing anything about it? 
You know, that's the, that's the, I mean, why, why is, why are there runs for Aaron Jones where, yeah, because a guy completely goes like, like takes a step in the wrong gap or whatever else. I mean, you have around a block gaping 10 yard holes. Why is Luke Musgrave look like he's fair catching a punt on a pass down the field? There's nobody within 30 yards of him. Communication. That's the kind of stuff that is. Yeah. I, I don't think just interviewing for jobs can explain away. Like, like it's just it's but it's you wonder, so is, is is your focus taken away for a moment and sure and maybe and, and, and this, and let, maybe let, this is totally unfair to Dan Quinn maybe this is totally unfair no I don't to think Dan anything's Quinn. unfair to ask of of anybody on this organization right now but see you but you now the players see that like wow Dan's up for four jobs is he even going to be here Michael you know? Parsons said maybe he takes me with him that's what yeah. he said the week of a playoff game he's talking about maybe Dan Quinn takes me to his new team. Yeah. I mean, they said it kind of joking, but the fact is, like, you, you're talking like that the week of a playoff game. Yeah, that that seems it's unfortunate. It really, really is. And um, you know, but I understand why people. This is where I'm at right now, Bobby. This is where I'm at. When once the decision gets made, I just move on. I just say fine, you know. But here we are. We're talking about because it it's our podcast, and people expect answers from us. You know, I. You're right. I. I totally appreciate everything you said because I think you're right. I know people on Twitter have asked me, well, if you were the general manager, I said I would talk to Jim Harbaugh, you know? I, I would talk to Jim Harbaugh if it was me. But you know what? I mean, I've I've also said in my history, hey, I talked to Urban Meyer, <laughs> you know? Sure. You know, I mean I mean that's kind of you know, you kinda of, kinda of, well if you But you, you know. know what? You're not you're not comfortable with the results which are short of an a, a, an NFC title game. You're doing yeah. it in the pursuit of something yeah. different. And that's what this organization has shown, or or at the very top they've shown no interest in doing is shaking things up. That they just they hope that eventually it clicks. They want it to be done their way rather than done by any means possible it's not by any means possible for them they want it done a very specific way and it's yeah. a specific way that has failed for 27 years and you would think you at this. some point that wouldn't matter what, what's that Brian? let me let me just say real quickly you are listening to the love the star podcast love the stars and odyssey podcast you can find it on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Brian, go ahead. Uh, uh, tee off. Yeah, my question to you, though, is do you – this is going to sound wild. Do you admire Philadelphia's way of handling their coaches as opposed to what's going on in Dallas? And I mean like a Doug Peterson after going to the Super Bowl basically moving on. 
You know, do, can yeah. we see Nick Sirianni get moved on? I, you, I really do. I, I, I'd ra- I think it's. And uh, I, and I, I hate I think, to say anything about great about Philadelphia. I do love Jeff Lurie because he gave me a great opportunity. And there's people there that are super, super people. But as a as an organization, I think you got to kind of appreciate the fact that they're willing to move on. They're Walking away to, too early, yeah, yeah. Leaving too early, I think, is a, is a mistake I'd rather make than holding on too long. Sure. I mean, I mean, and I, honestly, I feel like the approach of this team at times is that of a hoarder. Like they just they're pack rats <laughs> and they hold on to things that. It's a terrible like show, man. The hoarder should, show is a terrible you, show. You should you should have gotten rid of this a long time ago. I just when you say we're going to run it back or you do everything else, what you're telling me is results don't matter. Well, let me tell you something that really bothers me, Bobby. Mike McCarthy told us after after Kellen Moore was removed and he started to be the play caller, we started to hear things about running the football. We started to hear about we got to do a better job of running. We got to figure running game out. We got to do Oh, he know. sure as hell tried it against Green Bay, put him in a hole. That yeah, was but nice. See, this is what's interesting. This was interesting. Really, all year they never found a running game. They really nope. never did. But then when Mike McCarthy was pushed on it, he's like, "Well, you know, we, we're 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 scoring well. We're moving the ball. We, you know, I mean, you guys want to focus on the running game? No, Mike, you're the one that told us after Kellen Moore was removed that you were going to have to do things differently in the running game. You know, and so." Those are the kinds of things that if I was Jerry Jones, I would ask him that question. I'm like, Mike, you know, in these meetings we had when you moved on from Kellen, we we talked about running game. We talked about yeah. how to run the ball. We had talked about, you know, what we had to do here, da, 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 da. You know, and we didn't deliver on that, you know. It, Mike, uh, you know, three years in a row now, one of the most penalized teams in the National Football League. What, what are we doing about that? You know, there are there are questions you can ask about Mike McCarthy. Mike, we we can't advance in the playoffs. What you know, there's questions. You know, he said he had a three hour meeting with Jerry. I hope that Jerry and Steven asked those questions. You know, I hope they did, and I hope they're like, listen, you talked about running the ball. We we couldn't run the ball. You know, and teams sat there and you know cover two, cover four, and just dared you to run, and and you couldn't run. You know. So I, I don't know. I mean, that's, those are the kinds of things that I, that I really hold against Mike, that you understood you had to be to help Dak. You had to try and find a way to run the ball. You couldn't. But Dak overcame that. Give Dak credit. You know, give CeeDee Lamb credit for the way he played. You know, Cooks, give them credit. But, you know, when you really, really, really had to do it, you couldn't do it. See, that's where I fault Mike McCarthy, you know? Yeah, those, and those I mean, things. look, I— Look, if they are going to, there's a lot of ways that this can be at times a, from from the top down through the players, can be a pretty defensive organization at times. Like, 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 in like, well, not me, you know, I can, no, 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 not not in that sense. Just if you, if you challenge what's up with your toughness, why don't you step up in big games? Why don't they, they, they take offense to it. And, and I mean that from you start, if you were to push Jerry on some of this stuff, he'd, he'd get a little, you know, he, and, and it's natural, but he'd probably like bow up a little bit and say, uh, uh-uh, you don't have that right. Mike McCarthy, you say stuff to him about 
his team's, you know, toughness. No, 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 no. Even the, even right after the game, they're talking about them yeah. coming out flat. He's like, I don't think we came out flat. They just made more plays than us. Well, he's talking about stu- we played too fast. Was another Dak will bow was- up and say yeah. something about, you know, uh, you know, this damn sure isn't the standard. To me, it's like, if you are running this back, here's what I want to set a precedent for over the next 12 months. You are not allowed to get upset or push back against any question thrown at you. Every single question of you from top to bottom is yeah. valid. Every single one of them, because you guys have bowed up so many times and been proven wrong. Nobody is taking you seriously when you tell us we're wrong about a criticism. Every criticism is fair until you show us it isn't. You have to show us. I'm tired of the rhetoric pushing back against it. Mike, leading up to the Green Bay game, I'm asking him a question about toughness and physicality in the trenches, and he just took super offense to the idea of questioning physicality and toughness, and he blew off the question wouldn't answer. Sure. Let's go back to Friday. Answer that question, because damn sure proved that way on the field on Sunday. Yeah, no. And it, so, it, it, and so right. I, you, don't, you don't get to be offended by questions anymore from the top down to the bottom. You have to take all of them, and you have to internalize all of it and correct it. And if you don't, then all of this rhetoric and all this talk about running it back and continuity is bullshit. And yeah. that's just the fact. Yeah. I mean, I understand your your frustration is is valid, very valid, you know? Because like I said, I once once Jerry said that Mike's coming back, I'm like, okay, you know, figure it out. But do you really trust them to figure it out? Do you trust Mike McCarthy to figure it out? Like I say, the problems I have with with Mike is that, you know, like you said, his word. He talked about running the football. They didn't run the football. They didn't get any better at it. You know, they talk about penalties all the time. Didn't get better at that. Lead the league in penalties again. You know, details. Details. Yeah, that's that's good. The thing. Good playoff teams, Super Bowl teams are always. If you want to talk about a defining trait universally, sometimes there are defensive first football teams, sure. offensive first football teams, teams that have great quarterbacks, teams right. that have you know marginal quarterbacks. One of the, the defining traits of every single Super Bowl team, if you go from Super Bowl one up through fifty seven, is they all are good at details. None that there is not a bad, there's not a poorly disciplined, bad attention to detail team that has won a Super Bowl. And yet, it's a defining trait of this team. Maybe the Raiders back in the day, the old '70s Raiders, and but that was part of their character. Yeah, like that was part of the way that they. No, no, but I'm just saying, if somebody were to argue with you, they would say. But 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 that was that wasn't a that was a lack of discipline, though, was it? That was controlled intimidation. Man, those guys were those guys were awesome. (laughs) They were back in the days, but I I think with um, with McCarthy, um, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm not I'm not willing to give the benefit of the doubt anymore. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. I'm not going to, you know, if if I see things that are not right, just point them out. I do that anyway. I think we both do that. Sure. But you know, you you can't. And I, I just don't think the regular season matters now. I mean, it's it really is all about the playoffs for this guy and this yeah. team. You know, because. You know, if they if they don't have success in the regular season, he's going to get fired. If they don't have success in the playoffs, he's going to get fired. You know, but that's that's kind of where we're at. I'd like right to think Just, so, but I don't know. What's that? I, I said I'd like to think that's the case, but I genuinely don't know. Because I, I, they're, do. They're, they're, I do. To be honest, the standard has been set several times, no, and 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 what I don't want to hear is I don't want to hear uh, what is it? It's January eighteenth. What what I what I'm already 
not excited for is 12 months from now when when you get held down and get the snot beat out of you by San Francisco or Green Bay or Los Angeles or whoever it's going to be in 12 months because you ran this back and you didn't address the issue, the cancer that existed as your team, which is the accountability and the preparation of the football team. What I don't want to hear next year is – well, it was right there for us. And, oh, this damn sure is a disappointment sure. for our standard. And I sure. don't want to hear, man, this was the most vulnerable it ever looked. And I can't tell you how disappointed and the check yeah. I would write or whatever else. I don't want to hear yeah, it anymore. That's and the, I think the, everybody's the fed yeah. up with it. Yeah, I think everybody's tired of it. And it's all words. And the words mean nothing after 27 years. It means absolutely You're not wrong. nothing. You're not wrong. You know, and I could say, though, I, mean, I was a young guy the last time they won a Super Bowl. You know, I was, I mean, it was a young guy, but now, you know, I'm, it, it, it's, it's tough. And I, I, I feel bad for, I do feel bad for Cowboy fans because, because of the commitment they make every year, they make a big commitment. And I think that's why Jerry apologized to them right off the jump after that game. You know, he understands and the people think that, well, Jerry doesn't care. All he cares about is money and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I don't think that's true. I just I don't think, think that, that's true. I think Jerry. I think it hurts Jerry to lose, but he's. I think Jerry's to a point now where he's, he's. I'm going to hate to say this, but he's 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 riding this thing out. You know, he's he's riding it out with Stephen and Will and others. Kind of, you know, he's he's like you said, he's vetoing, he's approving, he's. Hey, Jerry, we're doing this. Hey, Jerry, we're doing that. Oh, okay, okay, fine, good, yeah, great. You know, he, Jerry is, I think it bothers him. I really, really do. But sure. I think he's put so much faith in Stephen and Will and, and to a point to Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn. He's paying Dan Quinn like he's a, a head coach. He didn't want to lose Dan Quinn, you know? He is paying Dan Quinn like he's an NFL head coach. And so, you know, he's trying to make that commitment, but it's it's like I don't think it's I don't think he has his hand on the I think the word is till when they're, you know, like the when you're sailing a sailboat. I, I don't sure. think he's I don't know sailboat, the rudder. Sure. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's called the till. But I mean he's I'm using words, I just don't even I think it is called the till. But he's he doesn't or he doesn't have his hands on that wheel. You know, it's it's kinda like okay. Steven, Jerry Jr., Charlotte, you guys handle this. Uh, Will, handle this. You know, Alex Loomis, handle this. You know, he's got a lot of handling going on. And I think there's a which side isn't a, Which that, isn't a bad way. Delegation no, is not, not a bad way. And, you know, and, but but, but he, if, you have that, if you have that veto power and you have that rubber stamp, you need to use yeah. it sometimes. Well, you know, but then you've got people convincing him that, well, it's really good. You know, we need to keep Mike for continuity. We need to keep Mike and the staff together for continuity, you know, because if we change, we're maybe going to have to change our front. Maybe we're going to have to change our personnel. Maybe we're going to have to change the way we evaluate. Maybe we're going to have to change people in the staff. I mean, it, it just for right now to them, I don't think they want to change. Well, obviously they don't want to change because they didn't change. Yeah. But I think it, I think it's this, I think if it doesn't turn out, better and i mean better as far as playoff success then i think you will see i think that this conversation 365 days from now will be about about another coach yeah hopefully it, it, it uh, doesn't work out 
Hopefully they uh, they actually get to three and not just two and a half. Uh, you are listening to the Love the Star podcast, the Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Brian here, just in the last few minutes, I, I didn't put out a, a call for questions today. Sure. We'll do questions again next week because I know how a lot of these questions are going to be. It's just going to be the, the same general anger like asked in a different way folks Bobby. sure no I don't, I don't either it's just i i, di- I didn't know i wasn't gonna be able to come up with five different ways to ask the same Are you, here's here's what i'm gonna ask you about real quick Brian. real quick yeah when when you get to my age and you get numb you just get numb you know like i'm seeing people that just it, it's it's really hurting them right now what's going on with this team yeah but you 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 get numb about all this because you just kind of know you just know, and you, and you do the work, and you watch the tape, and you evaluate, and you're like, man, they weren't good here, they weren't good here, they didn't do enough here, Green Bay took advantage of this. It just kind of makes me numb now, you know? I just try not, you know, I try not to get emotionally involved in it, but, and it's hard, and I can understand fans out there that are listening to our podcast, and God knows we appreciate every single one of you. And I, and I get it, because one time I was in your place, you know? One time I was there, but I, I just had become numb by it. You know, I look at it now as a job. I don't look at it as a one way or another, a, a passion or anything like that. I just look at it as it's my job to report on this team and talk about the good and the bad and, 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 and do the best I can. Yeah. And I think that that's, I, I, I think everybody understands. I really I think do. everybody understands it. I yeah. hope. I don't know. Haven't heard. I genuinely hope the Cowboys understand that, that that the people at the top understand that. Totally get if you feel like this is awful. We disagree, and we think it's going to be proven in time. I would hope Mike McCarthy understands. There's a lot of people who think you don't deserve to be here right now, and I would hope sure. he would understand that and say, "I've got a, I got a lot to prove you wrong." I would hope, and and as much as I believe him, I would hope Dak understands. Yep, I've let you guys down, and I ho- and I totally understand. Michael Parsons, I've let you down. You know. I mean, Michael, I don't, I mean, there's I, yeah, players that I, I can know. say, absolutely, they let you down in this one. Yeah. You know? 53 absolutely. of them can probably tell you that. Who's that? I, I, I said 53 of them can probably sure. tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's the thing is that I would hope that the people in the organization who made the determination to bring it back and, and what are, like, like from top to bottom, I would hope Dak, Mike McCarthy, Jerry, Steven, Dan Quinn, whoever, I would hope they all recognize anything you want to say about us right now is fair. And anything I, that, I think that you make that, an excellent point. I really any do. criticism you want to level against us, yeah. we'll take it right now, and we'll take it understanding you're upset and we're upset too, and we've got to earn back your trust and show you why we think you're wrong. But sure. we can't tell you with certainty right now that you're wrong because you, you've earned the right to tell us we don't know what we're doing. Right. And, and Jerry gave us a little bit of that, I think, after the game where he said, obviously the way I approached it uh, – hasn't been correct yet because we haven't won nothing's changed that's what he said and so i mean i think jerry's got a little bit of that here's what i'll say closing on a little bit of optimism here in the last few minutes um the draft well i mean there's that here i will say this i believe a hundred percent in jerry jones's desire to win Mm -hmm. and and i believe in his i i believe in his growth to try and delegate where he felt like, Hey, this is a more effective way for us yeah. to build an organization. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that Steven knows how to 
manage a a front office. I think that that's something that he does well. I think that Will McClay is probably a, if not the best, like one of the top three guys overseeing talent evaluation in the scouting department in the NFL. I think he oversees a lot of really talented personnel people. I think the personnel department from top to bottom is really, really good. Yeah. Um, every single too. one of them. And I think that they approach things in a unique way from the rest of the league that really gives the Cowboys a serious, significant advantage. I think there are, as much as I understand this frustration with Dan Quinn and everything else, I, I do think that over three years, he's shown you things that he's able to do here that we were begging other defensive coaches yes. to do for a long time about putting yes. people in the best position to succeed, generating turnovers. So I, I still think that I understand that right now it's frustrating. And there've been a lot of big games where Dan Quinn's defense hasn't come through, but overall, I think that it's not a bad thing necessarily. If he comes back, I think that, Mike McCarthy being in the NFL for 30 years and coaching in a lot of different areas and, and coach a lot of different things. I think that there's not a whole hell of a lot he hasn't seen. And so he's got experience with how to deal with and how to compartmentalize and how to show guys how to handle it and, and react to it. And I think there's value in that. I think he does a good job of shielding his players from criticism and making sure that they don't internalize that. I, I think that he does a good job taking the the bullets at times and saying, Hey, Nope, yeah. that's me. I, I'll take that one. I think that that's all positive. I obviously believe in a big way in Dak Prescott. And so these are all things that I think are really positives. And, and, and my, greatest, my, my greatest area of comfort right now is Will McClay and, you know, the entire staff that he oversees. Sure. That group is my that greatest hope. That's the group that gives me hope. Here's the, the only problem with it. And, and to just bring it back around a little bit, like I said at the very beginning, I think the problem is it hasn't been that your players haven't been good enough. Sure. You've got you've got really good players. You've had really good players. Sure, do your linebackers need to be better? Was your linebacker core awful this year? Yep, it was really yep. bad. Um, were were you were you weak up the middle at times? Yep. Yes. You know, did did you have soft edges? Yeah. Yep. Could you run the ball on offense? Nope. Nope. Like I mean, there's there's lots of things there that that could yep. be better, but. I mean, that's every team has weaknesses. You're, you're not going to have a bulletproof team. And so you can go get players, but it is a war of attrition and you will lose guys and you'll gain guys. And eventually next year, there'll be something else that's maybe not great. Maybe next year we'll look at it and say, uh, you know, your offensive line's really not that good. Or we'll look at it and say, man, this secondary is not, uh, not one of the better ones in the NFL. And I'm not saying that it will be the case, but there will be something because that's the nature of the NFL and the nature of a capped league and, and the way that you have to cycle players out. And I always trust that they will build and replenish as best they can. But again, I think that the problem isn't, can you find 53 talented players? I think the problem was, can you find somebody or, or several somebodies to make sure that those 53 players are prepared in the biggest moments? Because the answer for wrong. three years has been absolutely not. not. You have nope. not. You're right. You're right about that. You're absolutely and right about that. Any, uh, any final thoughts on the uh, 2023 season from you here, Brian, before we wrap up? Yeah, I, I, think that, uh, I think that we – you're absolutely right. I think we have to hold them accountable. Um, I don't think they're above any criticism uh, that the fan base or media or anything gives them. I think you have to be fair about it, though, and report it in that way. Um, they need an outstanding offseason. We'll see if, in fact – that Stephen Jones's response to all that is going on right now 
is that they get really aggressive when free agency rolls around. I, I mean, I mean aggressive. If they determine, hey, go get this best linebacker or go get this best guy or go get, you know, you know, they they need to they need to have a really good off season, you know, to and and you know they they can't afford to have uh you know a draft where and it's hey it's hey they've they've had a lot of great ones but they did sure. they they need they need one they need that magical Will McClay draft that you know can they need that 2005 Bill Parcells draft and I'm not saying that because I was part of it but you know with the wear and the spears and the you know I mean they they need, need the 05 draft or they need the 2016 draft they need the a, they need to go get exactly they need That's to go get exactly Zeke, they Malik Collins Anthony yes. Brown and Dak yes. Prescott they yeah. need that you're absolutely right and so you know, that's my faith. That's my hope. Because this time of year, that's really all you got right now. You got to rebuild this thing. And, you know, if, if it's proven, though, that Mike McCarthy and them can't handle the job or they can't get it through the playoffs like it needs to be, then they will be replaced. And that's that's what I know. You know, there there's some things now that we know that if it's not good enough, he will be replaced. I, I do I do believe that with, with Allmark. But if they have success – and they get through the playoffs, by all means, find a way to keep things going, you know. But right now, um, I'm just going to sit there and evaluate the team, and I'm going to evaluate who they get, and I'm going to try and fit it all together. And they've got to kind of, you know, I think they've got a lot to do to try and get some of their fan base back because there's a lot yeah. of their fan base that's no longer, they're not interested in this. thing. I say that not interested, but they're interested not to the point that they once were. And I think that's unfortunate right now that they're like, why should we invest in this? But, you know, you find a way to kind of have some success and then get the thing in the playoffs and get it going successfully again. Then then I think you'll see people change their attitude about this football team. That does it for us here today on the Love of the Star podcast and for the 2023 season. It doesn't do it for us uh, in 2024 offseason. We'll uh, we'll march ahead with that, giving you a couple episodes a week still. And uh, looking ahead to the draft, we will yeah. uh, obviously uh, we'll be in Las Vegas here in a couple weeks for the Super Bowl. Uh, and, and we'll do some stuff from there. I will uh, be in Indianapolis around combine time. Uh, we'll be sitting on that bus again with Jerry Jones, hearing uh, what he has to say, outlook, hopefully hearing some whispers about free agency, then the draft will roll around. And before you know it, we will be back in Oxnard for training camp and uh, taking a look at the 2024 season. Appreciate you guys riding with us this season and riding into the offseason with us. For Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again later.